Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Twin. All right, that was not as smooth as I wanted it to be of a transition, but uh, it's new music, so we will get this. The other one, the other one sounds smooth because it just ends, and then I hit another commercial. This one I actually got to fade out, and I got to time it right, and all that stuff. So uh, we'll get there. We will, we will get there. It is a new era. With new music, and uh, and as you guys know, we want to thank uh, Icon. You know who the guy is who made the music for us. Yeah, Sebastian Kane, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, he's going to be on our show uh, in a in a few weeks. And uh, you know, what better name for a artist than Kane? I mean, think about it. You know, there, yeah. there is a favorite person with the last name, with the name Kane. So, it just kind of fits, you know. It, it does, it does. And and it was, uh, you know, it's very, um, very intense and it sounds, it sounds a lot. The, the reason why I liked it was it sounded a lot similar to our old music in terms of it sounds like it could be an intro music. It sounds like it could be a, like a, like a wrestler, um, you know, walk to the ring, you know, entrance music. So that's why I liked it. Um, when I first listened to it, I thought maybe there was going to be lyrics or something, uh, but there's not. So I think this, this what works. I, I really enjoy it. And uh, for those of you who are used to hearing the Undertaker circa 2000 music off the show, we're going to put our original intro uh, as the outro music now. So that'll be, that'll be fun. But then uh, what what we're going to do also here, uh, Icon, is I, I think, you know, we'll use this music for a while. And then I'm thinking we could possibly get some sort of lyrics to go over the top of it, I'm thinking, too. Something to do with us or uh, whatnot. I mean, I, I haven't really had a lot of access to the editing studio at the radio station. I pretty much I pretty much go in, 
do the show and leave. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to sit around. Um, you know, like my sister was talking about, we go in, we do our show, we leave. So I don't have time to sit around and put clicking things in like I uh, like I normally would. But uh, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. So, uh, Grady, also, uh, I thought was telling me before you called in that um, we are now. And again, I, you know, I, Icon Icon tends to uh, get very excited. So I know he wanted maybe to tell you this, but I like the news to you here. Uh, Icon told me that we are now the number one podcast in Australia. Yes, in, in the nation of Australia. Uh, we have had, uh, for those of you who are listening, two straight Australian guests on. We're going to have a third tonight. And uh, the Aussies uh, the Aussies are uh, are loving us. They're, they're digging the attitude over there. So that's, uh, that's up. We want to thank them as well. Yeah, and uh, do you uh, do you still have that uh, song on your uh, uh, in your system, uh, the one that we played uh, last week? Down under. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's it's just kind of interesting how that song just kind of uh, resonates and stuff like that, and uh, it works. Down under. Yeah, it was a 1980s 1980s song. It was interesting. Interesting right. 80s. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know that you weren't born during that time, so uh, you know uh, the '80s uh, were a great generation <clears> for music, <throat> a great decade for music. I'd say for me, my top would be '50s, '80s, and uh, '90s country would be the uh, things that I uh, I can uh, say that I have. Country, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was uh, I was big that, and then. Uh, <clears throat> Went to uh, then I uh, kind of went through an attitude change, like our show, the Attitude Era, and I uh, completely dropped country off, and uh, I went into uh, listening to stuff like the Bare Naked Ladies and Offspring and uh, uh, Matchbox Twenty, that kind of stuff. So uh, I went from oldies to country to that. Now I listen to. Uh, Satellite radio usually uh, reruns a Howard Stern all day long. So yeah, uh, Howard, and, uh, I, I love the Howard Stern show. Absolutely I love it. Too. You know, and uh, I, I got to tell you real quick, um, are, you're familiar, familiar, I'm sure, with the University of Albany, are you not? Uh, I'm. I live about 20 minutes away, not even. Because uh, uh, in the apartment complex I live at now, there is. Uh, um, a uh, a lady that has a um, a license plate cover that says University of Albany. Nice. Is it is it purple and, and uh, purple and yellow? Yep. And New York, I was gonna say New York Place would be the big giveaway because there is an Albany, Georgia. Uh, but yeah, Albany, wow, that that's a small world because I mean you're all the way out there in North Dakota and you've got uh, got little old Albany representing out there, so that's nice. I like that. Right. And uh, you know we, uh, you know that we're we are uh, we are a fun show. We're a, a happy show. We don't want to um, we don't want to um, have any start any bad vibes. But with all this Corona stuff going on, as we're waiting for our first guest, and uh, I sent you the numbers of where they'll be calling from. Um, uh, I don't know uh, if. Uh, if we're going to have sports this fall, I don't know. You know? 
a lot of conferences. I, 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 it's funny. I just talked about today. Um, a, a lot of conferences have either stopped uh, conference play. Um, or, you know, I mean, excuse me, they stopped non-conference play. They're not going to do conference uh, in the fall. Or there's the schools near me who have cut fall sports. And they're saying, all right, well, we'll resume everything, you know, in the winter or the spring, uh, which is going to really put a, uh, a lot on the load for the athletics department. Uh, also, there's a rumor going around that uh, perhaps the college basketball season could be pushed in February as a start date. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things we've talked about, uh, as well as baseball starting up. That's another thing we've been talking about a lot lately. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's interesting. It's uh, it's interesting times we live in, and um, you know it's 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 not getting it's going to get worse before it gets better. I have a feeling in terms in terms of sports. I I you know and uh, I like I say uh, the Bison have now lost two uh, two games already at the beginning of the season, so we'll see what happens uh, in the beyond. Well, I lost two games in in what. Well, football, uh, Oregon canceled, and uh, uh, there was another team that uh, canceled playing us. I think it's just because they didn't want to get beat by us is what I think. Oh, 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 lost two games in terms of the schedule. Okay, I thought you meant lost two. I mean, how are they playing games? All right, I, I got – that was a miscue on my part. My bad. Um, I, I just – I, you know, same thing with Syracuse, though. We're not, they're, on, they're only playing conference play, and, uh, you know, with – with the ACC, it's always tougher, you know. So I, uh, I don't know. I just, um, I, I think the whole thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, pull a lot of feathers here because I know a lot of people, uh, you know, have a lot of serious opinions about it. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I think this thing is is pretty much, pretty much done and over with. I think the rest of now is, uh, is precautionary. At this point, um, but you know, hey, who, who really knows? I mean, there, there are a lot of people that um, there are a lot of people that really, you know, know more about this stuff than I do. So I'm not, you know, I'm not really complaining. But uh, it's just, right. it's just annoying, you know, in a way. But yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, we're not going to speculate. We're not doctors. We're not politicians. We're, we're talk show hosts. Uh, we'll save the decision-making to people that uh, are higher up than us. We're not going to ruffle any feathers here, like you said. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to – I mean, I'm not going to come out and say it's all BS because I know, you know, that that is going to offend some people. Um, but it is getting a little little annoying now. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I was okay with taking baseball. Uh, I was okay with hockey, even basketball. But uh, just don't don't mess with my football. You know, just come on now. I, my football is my my fall thing, you know. Um, but I kind of we do have here with us the first guest, I, I believe anyway, uh, with a four hundred three number. If you want to, yeah, you're cut. You're kind of cutting out there. Yeah, if you want to put him on, I'll go ahead and uh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is a strong presence in the independent wrestling scene. And he is stepping through the ropes right now. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I give you Hero Cobra. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm the Black Cobra, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with host the Icon, the Big Swing, and the Granny Hoekster. Hello, wrestling fans. How 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 you doing? I know that uh uh you know we uh we're slated to uh have you on um for uh, 30 minutes and hopefully you'll be able to last with us that long. I know that uh you know you uh you're ailing and uh, I know that uh you know you've had some things going on. We'll talk about that if you want to talk about it in a little bit, but uh the way it'll work is we'll have you give us a little background about yourself. I'll ask you a few questions, sure. and we'll go around the room, and then we'll we'll come back to me. And I'll ask you the hard hitting questions. Sure, be my guest. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm all game for. So, all right. Well, give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, ask you some questions. Sure. Well, uh, let's see. I started wrestling. I am an old school pro wrestler. I started wrestling back in the uh, late '80s. Um, and I've been a presence in Western Canada and throughout Canada ever since then. Um, I have trained with a legendary Hart family. I was trained by lots of wrestlers up here and very, very famous people. Biff Wellington, um, you know, the list goes on. Some of my good friends, past and present, were guys like Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Lance Storm. Um, the list continues, and I still wrestle to this day. Uh, my time is almost up as a pro wrestler, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm still here. I'm still kicking. I'm still alive. Um, I am a legitimate. I am a legitimate martial artist. I do hold a fifth degree black belt, and uh, I have traveled the world studying. I have even studied extreme couture in Toronto, um, Phuket, Thailand, at Tiger Muay Thai. Um, the list just goes on. Shoot fighting schools in Japan, left and right and center. So, yeah, I'm nobody to screw around with. I can tell you that. Uh, the Black Cobra is our guest here. We got about uh, 31 minutes here with uh, the Cobra. Now, do you prefer Mr. Cobra, uh, the Black Cobra? Um, what do you prefer? You can just, call me, you can just you, yeah, you can just call me Cobra. I'm okay with that. Awesome. So now, uh, you know, you mentioned that. You know, you've you're an old school wrestler, and you've been around uh, for a long time. And uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll bring bring Big Swing on to ask you a few questions. Then, of course, you started wrestling before you were born, and uh, you know, yeah. I, uh, I I know about your career. Uh, that's why I wanted to have you on because uh, your story is pretty interesting. Uh, but you know, in your tenure in the business, uh, how many different companies have you worked for? Oh wow. Um... I could not count them all, all, all together. I, I, up in Canada, it's been um, uh, Can-Am Pro Wrestling. It's been WCCW, uh, RCW, CWE. Um, the list just keeps going. Rocky Mountain uh, Pro Wrestling. The list just keeps going and going and going. So, yeah. I've been, I've been around quite I'm recently, and I've still – in the stable of real Canadian wrestling based out of Calgary, Alberta and based out of Edmonton, Alberta as well. And, uh, the, uh, sharpshooterfunding.com is one of our big sponsors here on the show. And, uh, it's of course owned by Brett the Hitman Hart. I know, you know, who he is, uh, yes. now I'm going to ask a couple more questions and we'll kind of go around the room here. So with the different companies, you know, you mentioned too many to count, have you uh, racked up a lot of titles in your different territories? 
I've racked up. Um, I was uh, Can-Am, Can-Am Wrestling's mid heavyweight champion for three and a half years undefeated. Um, I was. Um, I have held Western Canadian Tag Team Championships, Canadian Tag Team Championships, the Transcontinental Tag Team Championships, Trans America Championship. Um, yeah, again, it's uh, it's quite the uh, sordid career, you might say. So. For me to remember every title that I've won with every company is out of the question. Uh, the Black Cobra's our guest here. We got about uh, 29 minutes here with the Black Cobra. So now, uh, when you wrestle, would you say that you're a, a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio, a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or are you like a baller like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'm more like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'd rather just get in the ring, kick somebody's ass, and leave them laying in the middle of the ring. Um, the high flying stuff, I used to do the high flying, uh, act. Um, but I found that, um, in today's market, um, everybody's doing it. Um, and to be quite, to be quite honest, you put 50 clowns in the car, they're still going to come out 50 clowns. So my advice (laughs) to young wrestlers, my advice to young wrestlers right now is learn your craft, learn how to wrestle, do your high flying moves. But first of all, and foremost, Learn how to wrestle. And uh, now, would you consider yourself to be a baby face, a heel, an in between? I am a heel. I am a heel. I am a heel. I am a heel. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I was a baby face that lasted about six months when I first started. It is not in me to be a baby face. As far as I'm concerned, there's too many restrictions. Um, and I am just, I do whatever it takes, and I win at any cost. Well, with that being said, we have the Black Cobra here. We got 28 minutes. Granny, what do you got for our heel, the Black Cobra? <laughs> well, this is Bernie Holster. I am not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan of the sport. But awesome. let me tell you something, my friend. I would have a lot of fun messing with you at a wrestling show because I don't like the heels. And I can talk some pretty good smack when I have to. So bring it on, big boy. I'm not afraid uh, of I, you. I've, I've heard it all. I've been, uh, I can tell you a story one time. I was, um, <laughs> you'll love this, especially, it's probably right up your alley there, uh, Granny. I was wrestling and uh, I was up to no good. And I come flying up the ring apron and on the outside of the ring, and I threw powder into somebody's face. But without video, you can't prove nothing. Um, as I turned and I came flying back down the stairs, I just turned back around to see what was happening in the ring, and I got punched dead square in the face by a little old lady. And that um, was <laughs> And it wasn't me, guys. Yeah. I promise. It was not mm-hmm. me. It yeah, wasn't well, me. I I'll promise. Tell you, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, right? She hit me. She actually hit me with her purse, um, and I swear there was a brick in it. I swear to God, she had a brick in that purse. See, uh, Granny, well, Granny just uh, Granny just hits uh, wrestlers with her hurricane. No, I don't oh. hit anybody with my cane icon. Don't lie to this man. But I can well, tell you, know. you a story that Tommy Dreamer grabbed the cane, my cane, out of my hand before I had my first knee replacement, and used it on a wrestler at a wrestling show in Fort Smith. That's awesome. I know Tommy Dreamer. He's a nice guy. 
Oh, I love Tommy Dreamer, and he's one of my best friends. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. Yeah. But um, I guess one of my questions to you would be, sir, is what has been your most challenging match you've ever had in your career? Oh, wow. Um, the one that one of the ones that stand out in my head very, very much so is um, two individuals that I got in the ring with. One was Lance Storm. Um, that was a very interesting night. And the other one was the legendary Jason the Terrible, the original Jason the Terrible, Carl Kirk Moffat, um, out of Stampede Wrestling. And that guy hits like a Mack truck. And he, uh, um, I'm not afraid to throw him with the best of them. And he credits me with cracking his skull, and I credit him with breaking five of my ribs. So oh let's go from there. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, let me share a little story with you about um, how I can talk some pretty good smash. One of my wrestling buddies, who was happened to be a heel that night, he yeah. uh, actually came up to my face and said, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? Well, yeah. I grabbed the keys out of my purse and I doubled up my fist and I threw my fist up in his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming. I actually, I actually wouldn't get involved with you being a fan in the front row. I would not get involved with you just due to the fact that with a name like Granny Hulkster, I'd be really afraid that you might spit your dentures at me. So <laughs> you know, I, I, I would just, I'd kind of, hey, I'd try to be sitting hey, back a little I, I bit. Gotta, you know, I got to If you were, if that's you were one of the current room. fans that are wrestling, if you were one of the current fans of the wrestling show, I would definitely make sure you had a COVID mask on just due to the simple fact that I don't want you spitting your dentures at me. Uh, but then again, if they did land on the floor, I'd probably use them to bite somebody and then hand it back to you. Okay, well, you know, you, I, you jokingly say that, but let me tell let me tell you something. I I, I do I do wear dentures, guys. I do wear, I do have dentures, but when I first before I first got my dentures, one of my wrestling buddies was teasing me because I have a history of blood clots, so I couldn't wear any temporary dentures for like nine months till my mouth healed. And then yeah. when I finally got my dentures. My, the one that was teasing me that night, he says, hey, where'd you get those teeth at? You didn't have those the last time I saw you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, but you no, seriously, no, seriously. I, I, respect, I respect all wrestlers, but seriously, and all kidding aside, I would have a lot of fun talking smack to you. I know I would, so, you know. Well, you, you'd probably you'd give the whole new meaning to the words, you know, flapping your gums, so, you know, it's uh. It's all good. You know, I appreciate every fan that actually comes out. But if somebody gets in my face, well, you're going to get it back just as bad as you think you're well, getting you it. Well, you know what? Me. Hey, like I, like I said, I'm not, scared of, I'm not scared of anybody. Bring it on. I'd, I'd, I'd like to get you to Arkansas. There's some of our wrestling shows in Arkansas. I'd like to get you to Arkansas, and where I'm president of the Arkansas Championship Wrestling Fan Club. I'd like to get you to Arkansas for a wrestling show. I would uh, I would actually love to come down there. Um, once I'm healed up, um, I am going to be touring a lot more. Um, I do have friends that are down in the States and down in Mexico, such as Teddy Hart, um, that could uh, point me in the right direction to getting on different shows and stuff like that. 
Um, but I am a mainstay up in up in Canada quite a bit. Uh, it doesn't mean that I have not wrestled in the States or anything along that line. It's just I prefer to be closer to home. Um, I understand. And don't forget like, to mention you're also you're also good friends with the Icon in the States, too. So uh, exactly. where I'm at in North Dakota, we border Canada. But anyway, uh, we have the Black Cobra yeah. here with us. we got about 22 minutes. Uh, we're going to bring in the Big Swing, and then we're gonna, then I'm going to ask you some hard-hitting questions. So, Big Swing, what do you got for our guest, the Black Cobra? we got 21 minutes. So, Icon, would you say that he's a heel, eh? Um, no, but uh, <laughs> Cobra, so, so you um, – so you're a heel. You, you've been, you know, you've been, you said you've worked multiple companies, multiple championships, things like that. So obviously you've had a long, successful career. But take us back yeah. a little bit, way back to the future. Uh, I mean, not to the future, way back to the past. How did you get involved in the wrestling business? Like, kind of take us through, like, did you have any people you looked up to, any inspirations, anyone you wanted to model yourself after? Wow. Uh, was there any reasons why you chose this as a profession? Kind of take us through your journey a little bit. I have a, uh, this is a very legendary story, um, and um, I'm one of the few people that can actually say this. Um, Back in the day, I was in junior high. This would have been um, in the 70s, and uh, um, my teacher, we had a substitute teacher for about a month and a half. That substitute teacher happened to be Bruce Hart, brother of Bret Hart. And he's been a guest um, on our and, show many times. Yeah, and Bruce was teaching at my school, and we had just come out of uh, phys ed class, um, PE, you know, gym class, and uh, um, he brought somebody into the locker room um, and introduced us, and I met the Dynamite Kid, Tommy Billington, within three hours of wow. landing in Calgary. Um, wow. That, that is a memory that stands out in my head a lot. Um, and the way this happened was I was into full contact martial arts and I was sponsored and traveling through Canada, and the United States at the time I had injured my right ankle really, really bad um, to the point where there was a lot of rehab. Um, there was a lot of uh, the doctor turned around and said, no more, you know, if I kick somebody the wrong way on a certain angle, my foot was going to shatter and there'd be nothing they could do about it. And we were already hanging out with a bunch of the uh, wrestlers, um, from Stampede Wrestling uh, in the city of Calgary. And they started bugging me about getting in the ring. Um, And I just kept telling them, no, I just basically told them to go screw themselves all the time because I had no interest in it. Um, And then one night, um, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Shivago and a gentleman by the name of Duke Myers um, got a hold of me inside a bar. (laughs) And they got me uh, absolutely rip-snorting drunk. And sometime over the course of the night, I agreed with them to get to get in the ring, and they were at my door, banging on my door at 7 o'clock in the morning the following morning. They dragged me into the ring, hung over, and I spent six hours in the ring that day. The next day I was seven. The next day it was nine. I fell in love with it, um, and it was just a giant replacement for the full contact that I was missing. And the rest is history. So, uh, The Black Cobra's our guest here. we got about uh, 18 minutes here with uh, the Cobra. So now I'm going to ask you a few hard-hitting questions. The uh, first one is, uh, you know, uh, the last time I was in Canada, you know, I thought I was going to a carnival of science at Winnipeg, but that's another story. Um, anyway, yeah, no sure. um, So uh, I don't like Winnipeg. Uh, anyway, uh, so now, you know, yep. you, uh, 
you've seen a lot of things in the business and all that, uh, and uh, you've been around a very long time. But my question for you is, with all this Corona stuff going on, uh, you know, it's different all over the place, but uh, how many different shows uh, have you had to cancel or lost, or is your calendar been blanked out to a certain point? What has happened uh, with uh, what you've been doing? Well, up here in uh, Calgary, um, we do regular shows like Calgary Red Deer, Edmonton. Um, and when the COVID hit, obviously everybody shut down up here. Um, and it took from about mid-April until uh, June to find out what was going on. And we are currently allowed to do shows um, in the cities. We do have limited crowd access. Uh, limited fans are allowed to watch the shows. The rules of separation are engaged, all that kind of stuff, safety, all of it. Um, so the shows right now, we're, we're running every Friday and every Saturday night, uh, one in Calgary, one in Edmonton. Um, they're just trying to keep the business alive. So even if there's only 100 people that show up per show or what we have maximum 100 people per show, um, it is alive and well, and we're just waiting for more restrictions to be lifted so we can go back to doing what we love. So and uh, it uh, it has it has affected everybody right across Canada. It has affected everybody right across the United States. And I hope everybody realizes that um, the sport is still alive. The Indian wrestling or the India um, independent wrestling scene is still very active, and those are the shows that you want to catch. So, you know, these are the guys that are hungry. These are the guys that want to go to AEW. These are the guys that want to go to AAA. New Japan Pro, even the WWFE, whatever you want to call it now, um, which I really could care less about. Um, everybody is picking up steam, and it is, you know, tours are starting to happen up here and everything else. So it, it is it is very much alive in Canada, and there's still people that are training in training centers as well. Everything's starting to open up again. Well, with that, you know, with that being said, you know, you uh, that leads to my next question. You know, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know your time in the business is you know is a little less right now, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, let's just say that uh, for some cool reason, like uh, official from AEW or the WWE was in the audience and they uh, offered you a million dollar contract. Two part question. Is that a something that you'd want to do, and b if you do get that big time contract, would you uh, still be our friend and still talk to us, and not big time? <laughs> you know what? If they can, they approach me with a contract or something like that, I would fully consider it. Um, but right at the present moment in my career and everything else, like I said, I'm coming to the end of my career, um, and I would I would consider doing, um, you know, working for them and such. Uh, because we're all out to make money some way or shape or form. Um, but if I can't work in the ring, um, I would definitely be on the outside of the ring helping whichever way I could, which currently, because of an injury that I do have, well, actually a couple injuries that I have, um, I am doing just that and helping keep the promotions alive and such within Alberta. Now, uh, with that being said, now uh... – uh, I uh, kind of mentioned a, a couple people that, you know, uh, your injury. Now, if you can kind of clear that up, 
the icon did not put a bounty out on you for uh, delaying being on the show. Those are legitimate injuries. I had nothing to do with that. Can you help clear that a little rumor up? Well, even you know what? The funny thing is, is, even if he did put a bounty on my head and I knew it was him, he'd never see me coming anyways because without my mask on, how would you know it was me? Right? So, right. Anyways, um, my injuries... Uh, this started back in 2018. Um, I've had a problem with my right knee. This is the third operation I've had on my right knee now um, to clear up the matter up. And unfortunately, what had happened is I wear a fully rigid knee brace, similar to the one Stone Cold Steve Austin was wearing in the ring. Um, I had that off my leg. Um, I came down my back stairs um, into my backyard, and I was, I was coming down the stairs. My knee locked, which caused me to do a straight-legged step forward, heavy step. As soon as I put pressure on my knee, my knee collapsed, gave way. I fell forward. I put my hands out to brace for impact, and I did a compression fracture of my elbow. So right now, my knee has just been operated on on the 15th. I broke my elbow on June 7th or 8th, or July 7th or 8th. So I'm on the road to recovery right now. So let's go uh, And have they let you know how long the recovery time is? Um, I'm expecting about, I'm expecting probably about a couple more weeks in this cast, um, on my elbow and with my knee, um, it's going to take probably four to five weeks for it to, uh, be fully functional again. But even, even with prior to me having knee surgery, I would wrap my knee up nice and tight, um, and get in the ring and do what I have to do to, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, honor my contract that I have in the ring. Now, now you do, uh, you so you do plan on going back into the ring uh, at some I point. I do. Uh, what, what, what are you thinking after you after your rehab uh, and your injury? How long do you think it'll be before you want to get back in the ring? Because I know as a wrestler, you're, you'd be itching to get back in the ring right now, right? I am. Yeah, I'm very itching to get back in the ring right now. It is a lifestyle. It is not for everybody. Um, and it grows on you, and it becomes it, – it's in your blood. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And if I can't climb in the ring, uh, you might as well just shoot me, um, put me out of my misery. But I, I do want to claw back in the ring. I'd get back in the ring probably tomorrow if I was down at a ring and somebody needed help doing something or was working on something. I'd probably crawl through the ropes. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if I didn't. Do you think that there's always going to be that thought in the back of your mind, like when you do get back into the ring, uh, is there going to be any sort of uh, timidness at all by you? Are you going to be a little bit, you know, uh, less uh, willing to to do certain things? Because in the back of your mind, you can say, oh, shit, I could hurt this again. Or Yeah, it's it's probably for the first couple of times back in the ring, that thought is always in your head, uh, especially after a major injury, um, Mm. that there is a possibility that you're going to re-injure it. But it's a, a confidence thing as well that builds up in your mind because uh, once you get through the one or two matches, it's like, you know what, I'm good to go, let's go. And then it's full throttle again, right? So mm. um, if, I, if I get injured again, it's not something that is uncommon in the ring. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I will take every precaution I, I can to make sure that it will not happen again. But there is always that slim chance that something goes sideways, right? So, with that being said, um, 
and we're we're going to take a quick pause here because I uh, I'm going to allow you to do this. If our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a uh, Facebook, a YouTube, an Instagram, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got? Uh, I got my Facebook account, which is Kuro Cobra, on Facebook. It's K U R O K O B U R A, or you can just type in the Black Cobra with a K, and I will come up. You can't miss. I can't. In light of recent developments, you might have a GoFundMe actually. Yeah, I never thought of that. Uh, now, um, now I'll, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this this question. Uh, what is, what is your age? How old are you? I am fifty five. You are fifty five. Now here's the deal. Uh, I I think you at least got at least another ten years left. Look at Rick Flair. He's seventy years old. He's still going. So you still got time. Yeah. I've still got time. Um, one of my good friends, uh, um, the Cuban assassin. Um, he wrestled until he was 65 years old. Um, Bruce Hart is still getting in the ring. He's 65 years old. He's getting in the ring training with these kids. He's still taking bumps and everything else. Not so much as he used to, but he's still legitimately in the ring. Um, and same with Jason the Terrible, uh, the big masked man from, you know, Jason the Terrible. He's 60. And the last time I talked to him was, get better soon because I'm coming back to kick your ass. So, Right. So uh, now, uh, with that being said, you probably know another good friend of the show, Bob Johnson. Yeah, I know Bob Johnson. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a great friend of the show. He's uh, got uh, he's got me a lot of good guests over the years, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. And uh, well, yeah, Bob. The next nice question I was going to ask. Really good guy. Yeah, the next question I was going to ask, and I don't know I don't know if you can do it or not, but. Uh, do you think you might be able to uh, get us uh, hooked up with some uh, wrestlers that might want to be on the show uh, that we could talk about? Oh, yeah. No, I got no problem with that. I can send you some uh, major talent if you really want. That's not a problem I, at all. I would appreciate that. And then uh, uh, let them know that I'll make every one of them a cool question about the like I did for you. And I, and I, and I, know, yeah, you, no I know you like that. I did like that. I got uh, – you're not the only one that's done that kind of thing for me, and – Really cool picks um, that fans make me and everything else. So it's it's really an honor that people do this for me and appreciate what we do in the ring. And I do appreciate you guys sending me those pictures. And I will, um, once everything opens up and I can start getting things printed off again, I will be sending you guys down some autographed pictures and uh, get you some real Canadian wrestling T-shirts as well. That's right. That was cool. And, uh, you know, with... Um, you know, and uh, I, I, I kind of I felt bad, you know, when you sent me those pictures of your injury. I'm like, you know, man, he's, he's going to be laid up, and uh, he's, you're still taking time out of your schedule to join us. Well, I can't. He's actually, to be honest with you, you never want to see an injury. You never want to talk about an injury, especially somebody who's that accomplished and, and to have an injury that devastating. But um, to be honest with you, if – I'm going to put if in capital letters here – if you're going to get injured, hell, this is the time to do it. Because, I mean, you're not exactly. really missing a whole bunch of shows. No. You're not missing a whole bunch of everything. Uh, in fact, on my sports show earlier today, on my drive time show, uh, I got, we actually just talked about this. It's kind of funny we have a comedian on first because this was our last topic we talked about on the show uh, this afternoon. Was, um, you know, like the Toronto Blue Jays, for example. Uh, aren't going to allow their team to play in their home stadium 
uh, if they play any games down here in the States at all uh, on the road and come back and, you know, whatever. So Canada, I don't want to say that they're more strict about the coronavirus, but they've done a very good job of handling it, and they really are trying to avoid any kind of spread. So, I mean, it's not like yeah, he's well, missing what, show what after have, show and storyline after storyline. You know, everything's shut down yeah. still up there. Yeah, what we what we have up in Canada, like it's really kind of interesting compared to what's happening down in the United States because I do follow what's happening down there with the situation, the current situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, I am roughly guessing about seventy thousand cases in Canada in total. Right? Oh wow! Um, in it in in Alberta, we had eleven thousand cases in Alberta, and you're talking about probably a population of about five million people. So mm-hmm. that's they they really took this thing and they grabbed the they grabbed the bull by the horns before anything happened in Canada and started shutting down stuff and putting things in place and putting measures in place um and it's still we're still kind of under lockdown a little bit um they're opening everything up in stages um but uh it it's affected everybody from employment all the way down um and they really did, like, I will say that one thing for the Canadian government is they really did a very incredible job of uh, corralling this and taking care of it first. Is that, so, everybody uh, still wearing masks up there? There is a lot of people wearing masks on the street, and there's also a lot of people not wearing masks on the street. It's about hmm. a 50-50 split. It's about a 50-50 split, right? And, okay. uh, you know, the cool thing is uh, you always wear a mask, so you're used to that. Well, that's I'm, true. I'm good to go. Yeah. Uh, I was well, I mean, but because when, that, when when everything first started, I, when everything first started, I said, "Well, I'm going to the store," and I took a picture of me and my mask on. So. Oh, there we go. Right. So, well, there, there yeah. are places down here where like it's required. Like for example, there are certain states where like you can't like if you go into a convenience store to get a drink, like they won't serve you without a mask on, like that kind of like that you have to in certain places. So, well, um, I mean, I get limiting, it. Uh, they're limiting. They're limiting the amount of people that can go into a store at once. Um, okay. And some, uh, there's a lot of employees that do have masks on in any kind of store, any kind of convenience store and such. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but you, uh, the only place where I know that masks are 100% um, required are hospitals or, oh, any well, med- yeah. or, any medical fa- or any medical facility. Other than that, there's no restrictions that say we have to have a mask on to go outside or we have to have a mask on to walk through a mall, right? There's no requirements like that up here. Because I know one thing, though, if I saw you in public with the mask that you wore to the ring, I'd say, geez, uh, the coronavirus is really hitting this guy. <laughs> yeah, no. It, uh, I joked about it and said that I'm the only safe one of the bunch right now because I can wear my mask 24-7. wouldn't phase me to wear it out in public, and people would just look at me like I was a strained duck, right? So... No problem. That, you know, sometimes well, that's good. Sometimes you want that. You know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we got the uh, we we got the we got the Cobra here with us. We got about uh, three minutes here left. Uh, real quick here, uh, if uh, if our fans uh, that are listening uh, across Canada and uh, are in your neck of the woods and they wanted to see your next match, when is it? Where is it? And if they want to get tickets, how could they do that? We are located um, in the uh, Royal Canadian Legion in Calgary, and the show happens this Friday night. Um, show bell time is 7.30. Um, you can go to on Facebook for Real Canadian Wrestling, um, and they have a link on there where you can purchase tickets over or you can purchase them at the door. But, again, they are limited numbers to get in the building. 
so you have to snap them up fast. Saturday night is at Norwood Legion uh, up in Edmonton. Uh, same rules apply. Um, and they're, yeah, so it's, it's good to go, and the guys are giving it their all, as usual. They're putting on great shows. Well, I'll tell you what, man, we uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us tonight, and uh, we want you to heal up. And uh, when you're uh, back to full capacity, uh, hopefully we can have you back on again, and then hopefully uh, you can send some uh, wrestlers our way that we can uh, – uh, get on the show. We'd appreciate anything you I can will, do for us. I will de- definitely pass their names on to you through Messenger uh, on Facebook or have them contact you um, and take it from there, and I will give you some really good wrestlers that you can talk to. Awesome. We appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you what, man. No problem. Uh, before the, uh, before the uh, you fall asleep there and uh, the nurse wakes you up <laughs> and give you a sleeping pill, uh, we're going to let you go back and recover, but we thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, and it was a pleasure, gentlemen. And if you ever want me to come back on and talk again, I'd be more than happy to do so. And I'll, I'll send you that uh, address for some of them autographs when you get a chance to. We'd appreciate that, too. You betcha. You guys take care and enjoy wrestling. It's guys like you that uh, keep the sport alive, and we appreciate everything you fans do for us. Awesome. Yes, no problem. Thank you. All right. So, so Black Cobra, ladies um, and gentlemen. How can, uh, isn't it crazy how that works? How the heels always seem to be always seem to be the nicest people when you're just talking to them normally. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do, guys. Uh, if you guys want to chat a little bit, uh, I'm gonna try and get our uh, next guest on. All right? Is it the last guest? Yep, yep. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna call and hook him up right now. So uh, I'll be back to you guys in a little bit. So when, when you guys see me come back, we'll go right to him right away. All right? All right. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Now, he's probably going to cut off here, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, Granny, did you happen to check out any of the pay-per-view last night? No, I, uh, I've i been having some issues with my son since last week, and it uh, hasn't been all good. So, uh, mm. it's been a little stressful few days. I've been on the phone with people, and... Uh, I may have to make some decisions that I don't want to have to make and uh, like having him put, having him placed like in an assisted living or group home or something like now Uh, while David and I are still alive before something happens to us because last week he had a major anxiety breakdown to the point where he was having chest pains and had to go to the emergency room by ambulance. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, Few days have been pretty, uh, pretty stressful for me. I mean, he's a little well, better guys... today, but he was more himself today. But uh, no, I didn't get to see any of the pay per view. I, I, uh, I help with a podcast uh, every day during the weekday for a thirty-minute podcast, and we were talking, hmm. uh, we, were, we were talking about the pay per view last night on the show today. So. All right. Hey guys, well, I have our I have our guests. We gotta okay. we gotta do this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no worries. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. All the way from the land down under. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the very lovely Savannah. Hi guys. How are you? Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. 
Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, uh, I'm going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and then we're going to come back to me, and I'm going to hit you the uh, hard hit, uh, answer you the hard hitting questions, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Sounds good. All right. So give us a little background about yourself. Um, so I've been wrestling now for about 15 years. I uh, started as a valet for a company in Adelaide, South Australia called Riot City Wrestling and I valeted for a couple of years. We had no other women, so I just valeted until we finally got some women and I could actually get in the ring and start wrestling. And uh, since then I've been lucky enough to travel all over the world. Um, I get to travel all over Australia all the time because we don't have many women down here obviously. So. I'm very lucky I get to do that, and um, and yeah, and I've had some great opportunities overseas as well. So, um, still, you know, looking to travel a lot more and and do a lot more, but at the moment it's uh, very hard. Uh, Savannah's our guest here. We got about uh, 27 minutes here, and we know right now the highlight of your career so far to this point is being on this podcast right now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so now. Uh, when you uh, when you're wrestling, uh, now are you a uh, high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a, a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or are you like just the the ass kicker like China? I would say I'm a bit of a high flyer, but I am a, I am a bit of a China <laughs> hard hitter, a dominant sort of wrestler. I'm a bit smaller though, so it's hard, but I am very strong for my size so I like to do the power moves um, even when I have the bigger opponents but I'm lucky because I'm pretty nimble as well so I can get up on the top rope and, and do some uh, high flying stuff if needed that's awesome I am, getting, I am getting older though so it's harder these days to you know do as much of the high flying stuff as I used to I try to but you know I want to be able to go for a long time so I've well, got to be careful. Well, you know, it's, it's amazing. So far, both of our guests uh, have been complaining about the age. You're only, what, 21, 22, something like that? <laughs> yeah, sure. 15 years in the business, and I'm only 21. <laughs> there you go. Well, I was I was just trying to be nice, like most gentlemen are. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate so, that. I appreciate that you didn't ask my age. That's that's good. Well, uh, I was told never ask a woman her age, even if she's uh, she <laughs> into doing it, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, now, Good. Are, are you more of a are you more of a baby face, a heel, an in betweeny? Are you uh, what the crowd thinks you're going to be type of wrestler? Uh, I would say at the moment, being in Adelaide, I'm more of just a in betweener. I come across probably a bit more of a heel um, because I've been around so long. I think I end up having to bring all the new girls through, and so I I really have to lead. So I end up being more of a heel, but people still cheer me here because I've been around for so long. I'm, I'm one of the longest female wrestlers in Australia and definitely from Adelaide. So everyone knows me, all the people, the crowds, they all know me and they want to support me and cheer me no matter what, even if I'm a horrible person. <laughs> well, you know, with that, with that being said, uh, we have Savannah here. we got 24 minutes. Uh, Granny, we have a heel here. What are you going to do about that? Well, hello, Savannah. My name is Granny Holkster. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. 
And I don't like the heels, but I think I would have a lot of fun messing with you and talking smack to you, you know, if I if you were at one of our shows. I mean, I I could do a pretty good job talking to the heels, talking smack to the heels when I have to. Uh, I don't, and I love your accent, by the way. But oh, thanks. Uh, I would not want to mess. I would not want to so mess with you, though. Me, I'll give it back. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> but I guess I guess one of my I guess one of my questions would be for you is what has been I mean the times that you have been wrestling what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever had to do or been a part of? Um, I would I'd probably say one of my a uh, couple. I've got a couple. Um, the first one I'd say would be my very first intergender match I had. I had only been wrestling for a couple of years, and it was thrown at me last minute because we had a female lined up and she had to pull out. So with the storyline we had, it made more sense for me to wrestle a guy. And I just felt like I was I wasn't ready. But I mean, we did really well, and it was amazing. Still one of my favorite matches, but. At the time, I was still pretty new, and it was very uh, scary, a lot of anxiety. But you know, it was—it makes you stronger. It makes you make you better for for doing it, for being put on the spot like that. So I I think it was a good experience. And also, awesome. I would have to say when I did my um, my WWE tryout, um, the match I had there against uh, Dakota Kai. Um, it was a great match, but it was just so nerve-wracking. You know, you don't want to mess up. You're trying to do your best. You want them to see what you can do. And even though it wasn't in front of, like, a proper crowd, just the rest of the people trying out, it's so nerve-wracking, you know? It really gets to you. So, yeah, it's definitely those two. Uh, Savannah's our guest here. we got about uh, 22 minutes. Now, you did win that match, correct? Absolutely. I knew. I knew that. Uh, we're gonna bring uh, we're we're gonna bring another buddy on uh, with us. Uh, he 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 started to become a fan of yours because uh, he just uh, checked out the pictures of you. I sent him. Uh, Big Spring, what do you got for our guest? We have Savannah here. We got uh, twenty two minutes. Well, I, I can't. It seems like every wrestler in Australia is female. <laughs> I mean, everybody we've talked to has been a girl so far. Anyway, no, but that's awesome. Um, no, uh, so I can. Um, yes, I did see the pictures. They are awesome. Savannah, uh, what kind of got you into the wrestling business? I mean, it's something that all of us as kids watch and say, hey, that's so cool. I want to do that at one point. Uh, but not a lot of people do it. And the fact that you're in it and you've been doing it now for 15 years, uh, take us sort of through some of your inspirations or some of the people you looked up to or kind of how you got your start and how you decided you wanted to uh, in this business. Yeah, I um, I think it's probably like you said the same sort of story as everyone else. I um, I don't have any brothers or anything that got me into it, and my dad definitely didn't get me into it. He used to laugh at me when I watched it growing up and tell me how it was fake and how can I like that stuff. But it didn't deter me. I I definitely fell in love with it when I was probably like you know eight or nine. I think is when I first discovered it on TV. And I fell in love straight away. It was just so different. It was so, you know, different to everything else on TV with the um, personalities, the storytelling and the athleticism of it all. Like, I loved the women 
I've always loved the women's wrestling. Just they're just gorgeous women, and they're out there just kicking butt, and I love that. That was I always resonated with me. Who was your favorite? How beautiful they could be. But uh, oh, growing up, I I loved obviously um, Trish Stratus. Growing up, she was uh, amazing. I remember when she first started. I you know, and she, before she wrestled, and she was just a valet, and she, I just loved her and. Um, and Molly Holly, I loved Molly Holly and Lita, all of them, I would say, all of them, all the women. I just Okay, really so post, post attitude time. era. Um, nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> could, could you beat Alexa Bliss? <laughs> uh, I think so, definitely. <laughs> well, well, Alexa Bliss is Absolutely. tiny. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more so, you, you know, who actually icon was, um, was very, very good inside the ring and was very um very uh, underrated and we really didn't get a lot of credit uh during that time period unfortunately uh were the ones like the Molinas and the um what was the other one I'm thinking of um not Michelle McCool but there, there was another one that that came to mind and then I lost it but uh but yeah there, there's a lot of female wrestlers icon that are very very good that have been in WWE uh, outside of you know the, the the big famous ones that everyone knows, so yeah, but I, I definitely I definitely would like to yeah. see those kind of uh, those kind of matches, and that's why we love talking to uh, independent cycle wrestlers as well because there's just that that element of rawness to it, and it's just uh, so great. They're not, maybe not quite as polished, they're not quite as as much as showboaters, um, but but they're usually pretty skilled technically. So. Oh, like, like, like a Mickey James. That's who I'm thinking of. Mickey James is another one. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm Mickey James with those girls like a bit more because they're sort yeah, of Mickey James was the great. background and yeah, I love Mickey. I can't wait for her to come back. She's been out injured for so long. She deserves another run with the belt. And so, if you were talking, go ahead, Granny. No, no, go ahead. Were you talking? Were you talking about Maurice? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Maurice. That's, that's who I think I'm, I'm thinking of. Yeah, I knew it started with an M. Um, but but so how's the wrestling Marie scene out in? How's the wrestling scene out in Australia? I mean, is it one of those things where it's still kind of a niche thing, or is is does wrestling have a really huge following still over there? Um, and then land down under. It's really hard. Um, we just don't have the population like you guys have over there. So yep. it doesn't really matter, like, where the shows are. We never really will get the big, big crowds like you guys can get because we just don't mm. have the population for it, unfortunately. And we oh, are yeah. so spread out. So we've got, a, you know, some good, really good wrestlers, but they're all spread out. So getting all of them on one show at one time is next to impossible. It's really, oh, wow. really hard. Yeah. And um, I, I know it's a couple months old at this point, so it's not relevant anymore. But every Australian uh, we talk to on the show, I, I got to ask, just because it was such a major story over here, you weren't affected at all uh, personally or professionally by the, by the brush fires over there, were you? No, no, I really don't know much about them. I couldn't really tell you much. Okay, good, yeah, because I know that those were a huge thing. So maybe you're in a different part of the country, so, all right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we have uh, Savannah's our guest here. we got about uh, 16 minutes here left with Savannah, and uh, 
Uh, now I'm going to ask you some hard-hitting questions, but before we do that, uh, so we get so we got plenty of time to do this. If our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. Uh, what do you got? I've got Twitter and I have Instagram and Facebook and I have Snapchat. So you can follow me on all just Savannah Summers and on Snapchat it's Summers for Life with a four. And uh, you know. The whole, you know, we, we, we talked about this, and we'll just touch on it briefly because I want to ask you some other hard-hitting questions. But, uh, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing, and, uh, you know, it, it, it affects different areas uh, of, the, of the world, uh, you know, differently. Uh, what has happened uh, with your career because of COVID? Have, have you had to uh, postpone a lot of dates, cancel dates? Is your calendar uh, blocked out to a certain date or – What's happening with Corona in your career? Um, so, yeah, obviously everything got shut down for a while there. They they put stops on all shows because of the crowd. You couldn't do anything. So it's, it's probably been, I think, about two months. And we actually have our first show back this weekend. Um, we're finally allowed to go back. Melbourne is not. Melbourne has shut down again. They have a second wave, but we've shut all the borders. So Adelaide is good to go. And we're still, I think our, our borders are still open to some of the states, but not Victoria. Melbourne is shut off from everyone because they screwed up. <laughs> and they're, they're definitely locked down again. But yeah, no, we're lucky. We've got shows coming. Oh, boy. Uh, how did how did I know that was gonna happen? I mean, it, it, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a betting man, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Icon dropped off again. So let me just shoot him a quick message. Boom boom, put a bing bing. Granny, are you here? Huh. So Granny's not here with us either. Oh, there's Icon. What just happened? Well, um, the, uh, Icon, I Icon didn't pay his no, phone bill, so he got cut off again. Well, no, I I, I apologize. We we uh, we uh, had an intermittent commercial break, and that's what happened. Uh, so that's so good. So uh, you know, I was going to ask you if the Icon uh, can get over our show. You think maybe you and I could put a shrimp on the Barbie? <laughs> we call them prawns, but absolutely. And uh, yeah. you know, I'll tell you what we we could uh, we could have a date. We could do karaoke. We could sing "Living in the Land Down Under." <laughs> absolutely, we could. So now uh, I'm going to ask you a real hard hitting question here. Uh, you know, you mentioned you had a trial with the the WWE, but let's say that the WWE contacts you and they want to give you another shot, or AEW for that matter wants to give you a shot. And uh, they want to offer you a million-dollar contract. And, uh, you know, we know you have the drive to do that two-part question. One, is that something you want to do? And, B, if you do get that big deal, would you still be our friend and not big-time us and still talk to us? Absolutely, I would. I'd still be friends with everybody. I think you've got to remember where you came from. If you lose that, you lose who you are, and it's not worth it. But I absolutely would... um, would you know take a deal if it was offered to me 
it's not like I've got anything else going on, so <laughs> may as well give it a go. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you've got to try new things. And if it was put out there, absolutely would give it a go. Uh, Savannah's our guest here. We've got about uh, 12 minutes here left with Savannah. So now, you know, you mentioned that uh, your, your, your August uh, weekends are, are pretty booked uh, with all that. Now, do you uh, do you uh, do you know who all your opponents are going to be yet, or is it just going to be? Uh, uh, will you find out like from week to week? Um, I know a couple of them at the moment, but I I'm also the commissioner at, at the moment with Riot City, so I might I probably will just be there um, in a commissioner sense to make matches and you know come out and talk on the mic and do all that sort of stuff for a couple of those shows. And then I have another company, um, PWSA. Uh, I'm going to be wrestling um, Blair Alexis and um, the other one, and the Switch. I'm just kind of curious. So, you know, you mentioned that uh, you're the commissioner. Uh, I'm kind of curious. What kind of commissioner are you? Are you like a, uh, are you like a Vince McMahon that uh, sends the troops out there? Or are you more of a... A uh, Paul Heyman that uh, likes to uh, uh, screw up the crowd, or are you more like a Triple H that uh, will screw somebody over if they get uh, if they get more of a spotlight than you? Um, I'm definitely not trying to screw anyone over. My I actually became commissioner the last show we had before everything got shut down, so I haven't been able to do anything yet. And I was only meant to be commissioner for three months. And now that three months is up, so I think I need to go in there and reestablish what's happening and if I'm going to continue to be commissioner or not. We've had a lot of issues with some of the top boys at the moment, and I was meant to be brought in to rein them in and fix some of these issues. So hopefully I'll still get a chance to do that. Well, you know, that'd be cool, you know, and uh, if, you ever, uh, if you're ever looking for a, uh, a play-by-play guy, you know, the big swing would be perfect for that. If you need a guest ring announcer, I'd be perfect for that. And, you know, if you need someone on the side uh, to mess with the heels, you know, Granny would be perfect for that. So, you know, as a commissioner, you <laughs> can hire us and then fire us later on, you know. Definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, we have uh, Savannah here as our guest here. We got nine minutes here left with Savannah. So, what um, what uh, kind of training schedule have you uh, had uh, during the uh, break of coronavirus? Um, I'm lucky enough to uh, have a complete home gym myself that I already had. Even when everything sold out, I didn't have to worry about going and buying stuff. So I've been able to maintain like weight and general like fitness at home. Everything got shut down, so we couldn't go to the gym and do in-ring training. And as it slowly opened back up, we were able to go down and do training in the ring, but not contact training. We weren't allowed to touch each other. We could only have a certain amount of people there at a time. But we could slowly ease back into that. And then as of about two two weeks ago, we were able to do full contact training again. So I've managed to keep it up all right. I've been a bit lazy, but I've done pretty good. So now, you know, you mentioned you do know a few of your opponents. Have you ever wrestled them before? And if you have, uh, what, what are you uh, looking forward to uh, when you step in the ring with them again? 
Um, yeah, so the girls from Adelaide, uh, I wrestle all the time because there's only a few of us, and right now we can't travel. So it's just going to be a lot of wrestling each other for the next couple of months, I think. Um, my, one of my opponents, Amber Switch, she's very new. She's only had a few matches, and they've all been against me. Um, and we're, we're sort of in the middle of a feud at the moment. I think we're, we were due to have a street fight match that now has been postponed because of uh, COVID. So hopefully that will still happen once we get back. I'm I'm keen to beat her up with some weapons. So I really hope that still happens. And then my um, one of my other big opponents um, is Blair Alexis. She is one of my biggest rivals that I've had for many years. We actually have a, a match on YouTube that has 11 million views. So there is big rival there. The problem is she likes to stink face and I don't like to be stink face. So <laughs> it's a constant struggle to get away from that. Well, it's a, it's a good now. Now you mentioned uh, the street fight. Do you have you done a lot of gimmick matches in your time? I wouldn't say I've done a lot, but I have done a few. I've I've had a couple of tables matches. I've had a couple of street fights. Um, I think I've had a, like a fool's count anywhere, um, a lumber duel match, but I think that's about it. We just don't get the chance as much over here, you know. It just doesn't ha- just doesn't come up as much, unfortunately. I'd love to do it. So you'd probably never do like a like a pillow fight match or a bra and panties match or anything like that, right? Uh, I, hey, I'm not completely against it. I actually have done a bra and panties match before, so oh, many many years ago now. But um, I I'm not completely against it. I'm you know I think if if the promoter asks you to do it and they're offering you know decent money and you're willing to do it. Um, then you know why not? So uh, in, in Australia, are there are there a lot of gimmick type matches like that, or is it mostly your standard wrestling match you see over there? Yeah, no, it's mostly just wrestling matches. I don't think they ever really do the bra and panty stuff or the pillow fight stuff. I or jello matches or whatever. I haven't seen that for many many years. I think everyone steers away from that sort of stuff now. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, with with that being said, uh, is that match that you were in? Uh, is that on YouTube that we can all check that out and see what that was like for you? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. That was with um, Melbourne City Wrestling. Um, I really don't know if I don't think it's on YouTube. I think they have their own channel, so you have to like buy the matches. So you'd have to go uh, find out who they go through. It might be Vimeo or something. I'm not sure. Well, here's the thing. Because you've been on this show and if Andrew listening right now, uh, uh, that company is going to wonder why uh, 300 people are going to their website right now and buying that match. <laughs> I'm sure they won't mind at all because they can't put on shows at the moment, so they need all the support they can get. <laughs> well, Maybe uh, they'll encourage them to get me back. I haven't been over there for years, so... Well, uh, we're going to have to work on that. We might have to start ticketing or rioting or something to get you, I think get so. you back on the roster. It sounds good. <laughs> you know, because, you know, every company that you leave, there's always unfinished business that you like to go back and finish. Yes, absolutely. And, there's a uh, lot of new girls there I want to beat up. 
Now, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if we, if we chat about this before, but if I, um, if I were to uh, send you an uh, address, you think maybe uh, you might be able to send us a couple autographs for giveaways? Yeah, absolutely I could. That's easy done, easy done. I don't know how long they'll take to get there with the post at the moment, but for sure. Well, you know the thing is, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in North Dakota here, so we're still using the Pony Express. So you you got plenty of time. Okay, no problem. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we uh, we do appreciate uh, you uh, taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us tonight, and you have been really awesome. And uh, we hope uh, if we haven't uh, scared you way too much that you want to come on with us again at some point, and uh, maybe uh, if you can hook us up with some. Uh, uh, of your fellow uh, female wrestlers or male wrestlers, for that matter, that might be willing to come on the show. Uh, we're starting to get really big out there in Australia, and uh, we'd like to continue the tradition. Yeah, absolutely. I'll send some names over. I'll talk to some people. I think a lot of the guys would love to come on and be a part of it. So I'll let everyone know. And uh, we're hey, gonna, Icon. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to yeah. share a little story with her before we let her go. So I'll let you finish, and then I'll share my little story with her. All right. Well, we get well. We get about uh, we get about two minutes, and then uh, we'll do the uh, outro with uh, the longest really story. Then, story then. I go ahead. Okay. Well, you know how I said I like to give the heels lots of grief. Well, one of my buddy wrestling buddies was he was the heel that night, and he got in my face. He said, "Granny." Don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? Because I'm 57 years old. Of course, this was about three years ago. And they're always teasing me about sit down and shut up before I break a hip. And I got grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I doubled up my fist, and I had my keys in my fist, and I threw my fist up in his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming. Oh, I love that. I love that. Savannah's our guest here. Uh we got we got about uh, we got about uh, sixty seconds here. Uh, like I say, we thank you for joining us, and uh, we do want to send you out with a cool little tune uh, as uh, you go back into your training session for uh, or go back to work or whatever you're doing tonight. Or this yeah. morning, you know. thank you so much for having me, guys. I love. Thanks, being Savannah. On. <laughs> So yes, this this would be guest number three. 
All right. Well, if you want to put them on, I'll go ahead and introduce them. And, we are uh, ready to go. Do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step for the roast right now. It's going to be a blue Monday, and I'll tell you why. Because she is the megastar, Angel Blue. Hey, this is Angel Blue. You're listening to the Attitude Era, live with hosts the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Volkster. How how are you? To, uh, how are you tonight, megastar? Should we call you uh, Miss Megastar, uh, Miss Angel, Miss Blue? Uh, Angel, or how, how would you like us to address you? I mean, either way is fine. I promise you, whatever you call me, I've probably been called worse. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, – I'll, I'll just refer to you as uh, our angel for uh, tonight, okay? How's that sound? Sounds good. If she's been called worse, are you, uh, are you saying that uh, we have another heel on our hands here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, well uh, guys, hey, guys, guys, real well, quick. I got to say, I know this young lady. Granny knows this person. If it's who I think it is, I know this person. You know well, me. anyway, thanks, thanks for jumping the gun on the, on the question. Oh, hush, Icon. <laughs> wait, well, I, wait, wait. Actually, Icon just, uh, just cut off. Yeah, I actually. think we lost I, Icon. I, 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 well, I promise it wasn't me. I didn't cut him off. He he just hasn't paid his phone. I bill, know. So that's probably no, what no, seriously, big swing, big swing. I know, I know this young lady. Oh yeah. And I don't know if have she remembers you, me or not, but. I was gonna say, have, have you given her? Have you given her crap at one of your shows? <laughs> if it well, if it's who I think it is, yes, I have. Back in the TCW days, traditional championship wrestling days. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> Remember those days? Quite if, 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 if it's if, if it's who I think it is, I know this young lady. I did wrestle well, for TCW, so you yes. Because you came out with action, action you came out with um, Action Jackson and Mike Anthony. Oh, that t- that uh, the Tennessee that's not in Texas or TCW that's mm-hmm. not. In Texas. Yes. Yeah, the the, so the traditional and championship wrestling out of Arkansas. Matt Riviera, yes. Tim Storm. Although I don't think I ever worked for them in Arkansas. I have worked for them in, I believe it was Tennessee. Well, you, well, you were at the, okay, because we came to Nashville when they were at the Tennessee Fairgrounds for Tennessee, uh, the Tennessee show that they did at the Fairgrounds. Okay. You were at that show, right? Was that the one in the really, really, really nice building, or am I thinking of a different TCW show? Well, traditional championship wrestling, they did a show in Nashville at the Tennessee Fairgrounds back in September of 2013, because they quit running in Arkansas in November of 2013. It's it's definitely me, because I was managing Action Jackson a while back. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. trying to think of the show exactly. Well, it was it was at the Tennessee Fairgrounds because they opened for the Tennessee State Fair. It was like September sixth yeah. of 2013 because yes. yes. Colonel so Thomas to to Par- Colonel Tom Parker was was running TCW at the time. Tommy Dreamer was there and Tracy Smothers yeah. and Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I remember that one because I gave the carnival you lots of grief with that. 
going. Yeah, I, I, got, I, I gave you lots of grief that night at that show. <laughs> Somebody hit me at that show. If I was it me? Like, reached over the garbage and no, just, like, smacked no, me. No, it was not me. It was not Granny. I promise. I promise. Hey, do you How remember, are you doing do you remember an older lady? Do you remember an older lady with a a a, a Hulk Hogan style T-shirt on that that always yells at the bad guys? I had well, my TCW shirt. How many people that description? Yeah, but my but my shirt that I always wore, big swing at TCW. It said Granny oh, Hulk's Queen of TCW. Yes, it uh. had Queen of TCW on it. I had a special Granny shirt. I have special granny shirts, Big Swing, because, <laughs> like, I'm, you know, but Greg Anthony special. was there, and Matt Riviera, and Tim Storm. Yeah. I rode down with Tim Storm. We both came from Texas. I rode yep. with him and uh, James Beard. Yes, James Beard is a great guy. So how have you been doing, dear? I, I see are. your posts on Facebook. You're, you're, you're awesome. I miss you. I miss seeing you. I really do, so... Well, I definitely miss wrestling. I am determined to come back and kick somebody and get paid to kick somebody without going to jail. Well, Granny <laughs> has been having serious wrestling withdrawals because I haven't been able to go to any wrestling shows yeah. since March, and I'm ready to put somebody in a headlock. <laughs> and I don't even wrestle. Honestly, even if I like, even if it wasn't for the neck injury, I wouldn't be wrestling right now, anyways, just because. With my kid, I I'm not willing to risk it at all. With the corona going I on and everything, I, just, I understand. I, I certainly am understand. One of those parents that is overly cautious. Like when my daughter was I, born, I would <clears throat> lay down to go to sleep after she went to sleep, and then I would have to turn back the light on and check on her, and then I would lay back down, turn it off, and then I had to do it again. Then I would just end up leaving the light on. <laughs> I just like had to keep checking the breathing. Yeah. But I do, um, I do understand. So, but it's really nice to talk to you again. Uh, you too. Yeah. The uh, the mega stars are guest here. We got about twenty four minutes. Maybe we can get back to the regular format of the show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Icon. I can't help what, it what, if I know these people. The <laughs> exactly, reunion. Yeah. You can't rush reunions. Well, well I, That's I understand right. that, you can't but, rush family reunions, Icon. So. I under I understand that, but you know your time comes after mine. I don't Uh-oh. care. Not tonight, it doesn't, big boy. Uh oh. Not tonight, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> this is a special interview. This is a special interview. This is a special interview. This is a very special interview. So not tonight, Icon. It's you always, have your way every show. You have your way every show tonight. This is a special interview that Granny gets to go first. Oh, hostile takeover. Actually, Icon, the only reason um, she was going first, honestly, was, was because you dropped off. Your call, your call dropped off. We got into the conversation, off. and then boom. So, But anyways, uh, Granny, we, we will – Moving um, on. Moving on. Yeah, yeah we you, will have some time with you do to, your uh, thing, Icon. To, to discuss. Do your thing. But, yes, Icon, uh, you do your thing, and uh, we will – Go from there. Okay, so, uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, we have the Megastars, our guest here. We have 23 minutes. So now I'm going to ask some questions, and then uh, we'll kind of go a little round robin here on this. Uh, And I don't know what you guys covered, but I'm going to cover what I normally cover, and then we'll uh, go from there. Uh, We actually uh, made sure to cover everything that you normally cover. 
Really? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We just we're teasing. We're teasing. Go ahead, do your thing, Icon. So uh, I guess my first question, unless you've answered this already, uh, is uh, your wrestling style. Are you uh, are you into the high flying like Rey Mysterio? Or are you uh, the technical wrestler type like Bret Hart? Or do you have that that grunty style like Stone Cold Steve Austin or Chani used to be like? Um, honestly, like I've always wanted to do the high flying stuff, but I am terrified of heights. <laughs> it's so bad. And I will still try to throw in some stuff like, you know, dives from the top rope to the floor here and there, but I am absolutely terrified of it. So I just, I'm kind of, I, I would say old school style. So I don't do so, anything super outrageously crazy, but I am working on new stuff for when I do come back. So, 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 with, so with that being said, I, I suppose a cage match would definitely not be in your wheelhouse then. Oh, no, I definitely do a cage match. I like doing hardcore matches as well. Yeah, a cage match I, isn't elevated. I like, she, she couldn't do a cage match if the cage was hanging from the rafters, but she could do a regular cage match. No, I, I would still do it. It's the adrenaline kind of thing. I would just have to... Oh. I would just have to commit in my mind to it before I go into it. And if I think about it too much, then I'll psych myself out. But, yeah. I mean, I I can never say I didn't do anything, you know, from high tops. We had a scalpel at my training facility, and they were doing stuff to get us over heights. They would have us jump off the scaffold down into a pit where they had padding just to try to get us over the – fear of it all so it's not something that I absolutely won't do but I get up there and I look down and I'm like oh I gotta go now or else I'm not gonna it's so, okay just, now, I have to commit so that now uh, are, so are you, uh, are you are you more of a heel or a baby face then um, I'm not a huge people person so I would go heel uh Yes, she is a heel icon. I I know that for a fact. She's a heel. Yeah. I've never known her to be a baby face as long as I've known her. She's always been a heel. Yeah. And she she does a very good job at being a heel, by the way. Let's just say when I first had my neck injury, um, when it was announced at one of the shows, I still went to the show. It was announced at one of the shows that I couldn't perform. And you just hear from across the whole arena, this person's like, yeah, in the happiest voice ever. Because I got injured and could not wrestle. So uh, They hate me that much. So how long are you going to be out of action then? That's a surprise. Oh. I will come back when everybody least expects it. But I will be back. Now, let me ask you this. And I have uh, no or, doubt in my mind that she will, Icon, because she's one tough little lady. I know, I said, I've seen her in action. I know what she can do. She will be back. I have no doubt in my mind about that. The metal plate so, in my now, neck is ready to go. <laughs> now, so, now, did you, with your injury, did, did someone injure you that you're gunning for? Or do you not want to reveal that right now? I mean, yeah, it was Granny. She hit her with a cane in the back of the neck. 
No, I didn't. I didn't have my. I didn't have well, my cane then, and I didn't. Ha- I, and I didn't hit. And I didn't hit her with the cane because I didn't have my cane then. So. Oh, all right. So ironically, it was from a superplex off of the top rope. Um, a move I've taken a million times, but it was like a rookie girl, and it was two girls giving it to me, and one girl just hooked wrong. She hooked for like a gut wrench, and so when, and then went before the other girl was even hooked. So not only did it throw my body off balance, but the rookie girl's elbow went into my neck and so when I hit the mat I knew I was hurt because like it's the first time you know how uh, when you land on your side like somebody hits you in your ribs or you know you land weird you get the air knock uh the breath knocked out of you and I've never had that happen from landing too high up on my body but when I hit the mat it knocked the air out of me, and I instantly grabbed my neck. You can see in the video. I, like, death grabbed my head and rolled over the side, and I couldn't breathe. And that was, like, halfway through the match. And I still finished it. After that, you know, somebody dove on me, and a whole bunch of other stuff <laughs> happened after. So. And uh, so, you know, I, I promised we could do this. Uh, you know, we, we, have, uh, we have 17 minutes here with you. Uh, if our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe to help with your neck. What do you got? Uh, I have a little bit of everything. I have um, apparently my name. Facebook doesn't agree with it. They there's a million other Angel Blues on Facebook, but apparently I'm not allowed to use my name. So on Facebook. Hey. It's- Angel we have, we have the same issue. They they won't they won't let us use Attitude Air Live on Facebook. We have to stay with Off the Ropes because the name Attitude Air Live is considered combative or offensive. Yeah, well, they're saying Angel Blue is not a name. They would let me put Angela Blue or Angel Megastar, but they won't let me put Angel Blue. But when I searched it up, there's like at least 10 other profiles with the name Angel Blue. So I was like, why can't I use my name if these people can use my name? And I've sent them all these documents with all my information and stuff, and they're still like, no. Yeah. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to help you sue those people for gimmick infringement. Start a a GoFundMe, yeah. (laughs) Fight them all. So uh, Twitter is at... Angel Blue 0830. Or like Judge Judy or something. That'd be amazing. Like get it yeah. on TV. <laughs> oh my gosh. They would just laugh at me. I'm like, your hair's well, not, not so we don't not, accept not if, you. Not if you had the icon in court with you, then they'd have to sit up and pay attention. And if Granny yeah, was there they, with they, you, they you know, show, so. then you'd have Icon in court with you, and you, you'd end up in prison. But anyway, <laughs> um, but Granny, on the other hand, I don't know. Granny might she, – she drives a hard bargain, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I think with, with the power, the powers that be with all three of us, I, I think you'd be, you'd be able to uh, pull them off here. But, oh, yeah. Well, uh, 
I'll tell you, uh, Mega Sir, we got uh, we got 15 minutes with you. I'm going to ask you one more question. We'll kind of go around the room here because, like I say, uh, uh, the format kind of got off track, but it, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah. let's say let's say that you're uh, you're at a show that you're wrestling at in uh, say like an official from WWE or AEW uh, watches you and they they get a hold of you and they say that. You know, we'd love to have you try out, and they signed you to contract. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And B, if you do get to that point, would you still be our friend and still talk to us and not big-time us? <laughs> I mean, yes, I would definitely want that. Uh, obviously, like, WWE was a big dream of mine for the longest time, and now, of course, AEW is added in the mix and then a few other places, you know, I wanna to go to Japan, I wanna do all this other stuff as well. Shimmer. And yeah. Oh, Shimmer'd be cool. I am a person who grew up with not very much to my name and I well, still you know, can't say I have a lot. So I mean well, you I'm know, not it, it, it's funny, just I can't be mention that. Oh, I have all this money. Huh? Well, I said it's funny Icon mentions that because we actually had a, uh, a female wrestler on with us. Uh, her name is Kenzie Page. She actually uh, it was her first ever interview at the time. I mean, she was only seven. She was, she was young, but uh, it was her first ever interview she'd ever done. Um, I mean, she'd been wrestling for about a couple of years, you know, training and things. But uh, we were her first major, you know, interview on a major podcast. And, um, you know, Icon asked her the same question. Uh, hey, you know, if 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 you do make it, if you do get you know big and make it to a, a bigger organization, you know, would you still be our friend? Still talk to us, yada yada yada. Well, uh, Kenzie Page actually just debuted about two months ago on AEW, and uh, and and so she finally did get to that big, and we were her first ever interview. So, uh, you know, you, you never know. Um, sometimes people talk to us, and and they end up they end up going on and uh, and and doing things and, and making it places. So. It's definitely a possibility. Uh, I just wouldn't I would rule it out. I mean, it's definitely something that that is attainable. Um, I just, you know, you gotta stay focused and keep your head up. Oh yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, that's why, like, um, honestly, not very many people know this, but I've been cleared to wrestle. I could go back now if I wanted to, but it's the fact that I haven't done all this stuff because I. I just, you know, I was scared. I didn't want to end up paralyzed. I wanted to make sure I was cleared. And I just took it super easy until I was given the all clear. And now that, like, I am, one, I have that, like, I have that fear, you know. And it's not like my neck doesn't hurt anymore. It still hurts all the time. And I, I just I have the fear that I, it's going to happen well, again and or I'm going to get paralyzed this time. It's going to be worse. And so it's something that I have to overcome as well as get myself back in shape. And I have to be able to go back to hitting the mat regularly and all this other stuff. I had to overcome all of this to get to where I'm going to be, but I'm not coming back until I am better than I was before the neck injury because I'm not, I'm not messing around anymore. You know, I, I messed around too much before. I didn't I didn't work hard enough. I didn't try hard enough. I didn't train hard enough. And, you know, I didn't go anywhere. And now if I'm going to go back, 
after everything I've overcome this past year and a half with this neck injury, I'm going to make it count. I'm not, I'm not dealing with, you know, these crappy shows wrestling these people who weren't trained properly and injure you, you know? Well, you know, and I know, I know that you're too shy to ask, and I'll go ahead and a- answer the question for you. Yes, the icon will come be your ringside manager, and he will be your private uh, <laughs> ring, uh, ring in- introducer. I-, I will come. I know you're too, too shy to ask that, but I will come out and do that for you. Yes, I will. Do I sound like a shy person? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what we uh, we have about uh, ten minutes here with uh, the uh, the the mega one herself. Uh, so uh, I'm going to ask you one more question, and we'll uh, throw it uh, back uh, over to Granny. How did the nickname uh, nickname Megastar uh, come about? You know, because you can all, you can tell how I got my nickname because I am what I say I'm an icon. But tell us how the Megastar came about. Honestly, it was so long ago. I'm not really sure. How it came about, um, I feel like it was a conversation that was had. I know who came up with it. It was like one of the uh, music guys at the place that I trained at, at the company I trained. He helped run music and production at PCW in Arlington. And I, I honestly, it's, it was many moons ago, and I cannot remember how it came about. Well, that's I want to cool. give some like false story, but I remember who, well, just not how. And uh, you know, uh, and uh, I'm going to ask one more question. And we'll throw it over to Granny, and then we'll uh, uh, big swing. Then we'll come out. I'll probably ask you some more tough questions. But um, now, uh, in your, you know, you're familiar with the coronavirus, obviously, but you know, you've been off work because of the uh, because of the neck injury. Uh, with that being said, how many? Uh, how many different dates did you lose because of uh, your neck injury? Um, oh, God, I don't even remember at this point. Honestly, I didn't start canceling bookings until the day before my next show. And even then, oh. I only canceled that show because I was just – I was in denial, complete denial. I – uh I went to the show. I got injured on a Sunday. I went to the show Friday, but I wasn't booked on it. And one of the guys uh, at the end of the show shook my hand, and he did the backpack, like, right on the back of my neck, though. Oh, And I literally went into fetal position and started crying right there because that's how bad it was. And so I stopped crying. I called the promoter, and I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) And uh, so – I know I had to cancel MPX, Lions Pride, Inspire, uh, ACW, and then there was other shows here and there, but I can't remember exactly how many. It's been so long, honestly. But I was in complete denial for a really long time, and I think I actually ended up going to the Lions Pride show and just beating a girl up. But I was, like, even after that, I was in pain and I didn't even hit the mat. Oh. <laughs> well, no, um, we have, uh, we have the mega star and I'll tell you what, I just want to let you know how much, uh, 
you know, we love you and we're we're happy that, that you were able to join us. And we, we don't go yet. We're still, we still got some more time with you. But uh, you know, Granny, I know you asked some questions already, but uh, go ahead. Uh, we have the megastar here. We got about seven minutes. Go ahead. Well, you know, I like I said, she is an amazing wrestler. She's an amazing manager. I mean, she's amazing in everything that she does, and I admire her so much. I mean, I I miss, you know, how's all my Texas wrestling family members been doing? I know you probably see a lot of them from time to time, so. I actually, right before the, um, everything started going crazy with the corona, I stopped going to shows. I was taking, like, a school until March, and then, so it started shutting down after March. Like, I was going to go back to shows, but I, like, it was it just got really hard to watch everybody and not be able to do I and not know how to come back because I wasn't cleared. Mm-hmm. But last I checked, everybody's still doing good. I mean, I talked to a few of the girls. I talked to a few of the guys every now and then, but outside of that, I just, <laughs> I, I, until I got cleared, I kind of just stayed away from it because, well, and that's certainly back. understandable. <laughs> that 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 that's certainly understandable. So I guess one question I had when you were still wrestling and and things like that, what was one of your most challenging matches you you had ever been a part of in your career? Because I know you've been wrestling a long time. Um. Oh, that's a good question. Um, when I wrestled jazz was one of them just because mm-hmm. like I at this point in time I've been wrestling for 11 12 years already and I've been trying to get a match with her every single step of the way and she is always in the area but we never happened to cross paths we never even met until the night that I was wrestling her and I was terrified I was excited but mm. terrified and but it, it ended up being like one of the longest, easiest, funnest matches I've had. Um, don't get me wrong, she like she beat my ass. It's jazz, fun. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it ended up being a uh, time time limit draw. We ended up going for like thirty minutes. Oh wow! And then uh, there was also a match. This was my second to last match ever, and it was a singles match against Sleva, and it was a last woman standing match early in the match uh, she stabbed me in the face with a horn and I was bleeding so much that half the match mm. I couldn't see because of the blood <laughs> so that mm. was that was very challenging I could not see where no, I was going no, no she stabbed you in the face with a horn yes there was some kind of like I don't know I don't even know what kind of horn it was it was one of these like one of the Texas shows, of course, and it was no. had all these stage props where there was like hay, but the hay it was really a wooden box covered in hay. I found that out the hard way. It was like tumbleweed. Now, are are, are you going to try and uh, w- when you're ready to go back, are you going to try and uh, seek revenge, or was it just so long ago that you 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 don't care anymore? Me and Leva have a love-hate relationship, and I would definitely love to fight her again. 
We kicked well, each other's ass, and I am down for that. Now, do you think uh, you could get her on this show and, uh, you know, uh, maybe if she becomes a guest, maybe you could call in and we could have a little, you know, a little thing, a little shoot I, between the two of you? I can't say we're Betty Bunny. And the last time I saw her, she was throwing <laughs> my face through a table from the top rope. Well, well, you know, I'll tell you, the the icon does not like people uh, uh, messing with his friends. So, uh, you know, I might have to, uh, uh, you know, on on Facebook Messenger, send me her name, and I'll uh, I'll try and track her down, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll set it straight. I'll say, hey, you know, we we get we get some uh, we I I got some I got some things I want to say to you, you know. Well, we'll honestly, that. that was probably her revenge against me because in the match prior to that. I kind of locked her in a trunk in the middle of Texas heat and threw the keys away. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so she apparently, had a little bit of hate fire for me. So uh, I, I guess apparently, with that being said, uh, any guys listening right now, uh, if they if they wrong you <laughs> or they don't want to pay for the bill, they're going to end up in a trunk somewhere. Yep. I mean. <laughs> the guy I'm seeing now, it's very well known that we're seeing each other. The guy I'm seeing now, uh, now Barrett Brown, who is also oh. slash my trainer, he he knows better. We beat uh, each other uh, all yeah. the time in a non-domestic violence kind of way, a in-ring kind of way thing. But uh, he he uh, knows he, better than to mess with her. Yeah, so he he's kind we, of hey icon as well. Yeah. We need to get Barrett Brown on this show. He would be a great interview to do. I know him as well. I mean, you know, he's my, he one is, of my wrestling He's a really too. good person. Uh, well, yes, you, he is. He's awesome. And he, he's, he's, he's a good person. He's a good wrestler. He's he's a good trainer. He's He has a school going. Not, not like a school. He does, like, personal training sessions that he offers because he has a ring. And he, I mean, he got me in the best shape of my life. Before my surgery, so I mean, um, he kicked my ass. I'm his girlfriend. Can you hook us up with him? Yeah, well, not in that way because I'll have to fight y'all. But well, <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I, I get that. Uh, well, but, uh, please, you know, please tell, please tell Barrett that Granny and Anthony and David from Arkansas send their hellos, and we miss him. We love Barrett Brown. He's awesome. We love Barrett. Yeah, he's a good kid. Well, you know, I, I can uh, say kid because he's younger than me. I'm know, the cougar uh, here. I'll, well, you know, I'll tell you, I, I, I sure hate to see uh, what would happen if uh, he didn't do the dishes. Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I loved, hey, Angel, I loved the video that you and him did when y'all were drinking the dirty sodas, the, the different test, types yeah. of, the, the taste test. Oh, you <laughs> should have seen that video, guys. You talk about funny. Oh, my gosh. Some of the expression on Barrett's face was like, whoo. <laughs> he couldn't handle the crazy taste. Oh, my gosh. When he drank the ranch one, <laughs> mm-hmm. he drank a ranch-flavored soda and just exploded. I know. He's like, oh. I'm a parent. I'm a parent, so I've definitely dealt with grosser things. 
I think but parents have a that, much stronger tolerance. Oh, yeah. But, but please tell him that we said hello and we miss him. And we miss Jim and Stacy, his mom and dad, too. I mean, we we love that family. I mean, they're absolutely amazing. Oh, my God, they're such and good we love, people. And, and, and we love you, too. I mean, I may have given you lots of grief at that wrestling show there in, at TCW in Tennessee, but it was all in good fun, you know, because, oh, I you know, know Mike, Anthony, Mike Anthony and Action Jackson, I still love to give them grief when I see them from time to time, you know. And yeah. I just, I, I, I miss my wrestling. I mean, I'm ready to hit somebody. <laughs> I'm just ready to you go uh, headlock. Uh, the Megastars, our guest here, uh, we got about uh, 12 minutes left of showtime, uh, and uh, we don't want to run over because we know that uh, Big Swing has got a lot of stuff to do in the morning. But uh, uh, Big Swing, what do you got for our guest here? we got a few minutes. Go ahead. What do you got? Or uh, did you cover it already that I may have missed? Hey, guys, give me one second. got to take this call. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but this has been a great oh. – hey, Icon – this is this has been a great reunion for Granny because I love this lady. She is absolutely amazing. I mean, like I said, I've seen her wrestle. I've seen her be a manager, you know, and she she's amazing at everything. Hey, guys, sorry. I, uh, I had work. I had another studio. Uh, I had some, from the radio studio, I had another kid call me and go, hey, uh, I just finished the editing thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, how do I, how do I turn this off and turn this off? And I didn't want to leave the, the booth that I'm in now to go show him. So I, he called me and it happened to be right when Icon, you know, was pushing it over to me. So I just had to tell him how to turn the stuff off real quick. So, um, but, uh, so AJ, I, again, I don't know if they've already covered this, um, again, cause I've, I've, I've been involved with the, with the interview, but but it did kind of go off the rails a little bit earlier uh, in terms of format. But take us sort of through how you got involved in in, in the wrestling business. Like, like I mean, I know you've been doing it for a little while, uh, but what what was sort of your main inspiration? How did you how did you get to where you're at? What made you decide that this is what you wanted to do as as a professional? Um, I wasn't one of those people that just knew when I was a kid, like oh, I'm going to be a wrestler. Uh, I grew up watching it, and I was one of those, like, obnoxious, crazy fans. You know how people get when they watch football? They're, like, screaming at the TV, all that. Oh, that yeah. That's me with wrestling. That's kind of like Granny all with Raiders. <laughs> all we knew was WWE, but one day we were just, like, flipping through channels, me and my family, and we saw PCW, which okay. uh, was this place in Arlington, Texas. And... um I had to point out Texas because nobody ever thinks Texas when I say Arlington. And well, I, I do because I'm a Cowboys fan, and that, that, that's where oh, get out. You know. you're out of the yeah. right now. You know, you're fired. To, you know, you know, I go to Texas every. <laughs> and uh, I go to Texas every January in Frisco for the national championship game. So I, I'm familiar with Texas. Blue, uh, you know, before you continue, I, I do want to hear. Uh, your your origin story, but uh, but before we get to that, I just got to play this for you. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! Oh, God. Big swing. You're big. fired. <laughs> oh. Somebody get this guy out of here. I'm going to call my bodyguard. Yeah, well, you're from <laughs> Texas, and you don't like the Cowboys? I, I mean, how's that possible? 
I don't like football, but especially oh, well, Cowboys, if I'm going to waste my time on watching a sport where a bunch of guys play with balls and tackle each other, <laughs> that's not wrestling. <laughs> I, I am going to pick a team. I, I, I've, never, I've never quite heard it described that way before. Not yet. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I told you she was amazing, guys. I, I told you she was amazing. So, not to mention they go by Dallas Cowboys, but their stadium is in Arlington. And you know, it used to be it used to be in Irving, way back in the day. Exactly. Now it's now it's Never Dallas. So, but anyways, continue, please. Your story. <laughs> we, we we have about eight minutes left. Go ahead. That's plenty of time. Where was I at? Oh yeah, so uh, like, you were never the type of kid who knew you were going to be a wrestler. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we saw them on TV. Uh, this was when I was like 14. We started going mm-hmm. every Friday, Saturday. Then we started working security for them. Uh, yada yada yada. Eventually, they're like, "Hey, we have a school," and I'm like, "Hey, I want to go to the school." <laughs> and then I went to the school. Yeah. And this was when I was 16. So February 5th, 2007, was my very first day of training. April 26, oh, nice. 2008 was my first match ever. And but once I heard that they had a school, I just I mean, I was always like that obnoxious fan in front that was like, "I hate you. I love you." But I So, so you're not a you, you're not a Cowboys it. fan, but are you are you a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan? I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's, he's, kind of a, he's kind of a Texas legend. Shawn Michaels, San Antonio. Shawn Michaels you know? is a Texas dude. Shawn Michaels has it all. Yeah, Shawn Michaels <laughs> is from San Antonio. So, there we go. No, I love Shawn Michaels. Hate San Antonio. Uh, yeah, okay. I've, I've never been, personally. I've I've only ever been to the Dallas metro area. So, I've never really been on the Really? It's the worst place I've ever lived. Wow. And okay. It's not, not necessarily San Antonio. It's just the people I was around that made my oh. experience bad. So I just never went back. That happens sometimes. Yeah, that happens. No, like I said, I've only ever been in the Dallas Fort Worth metro area. I, I couldn't come in in any other part of Texas besides that. So, but uh, cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah. No, I'm just like an awkward turtle without my wrestling. Like, so full of anger. It's a good way to take out some, some of that anger too is wrestling. So without it, uh like even Granny says oh, yeah. she's ready to put somebody in a headlock over there without wrestling. So yeah, I can I imagine am, it being uh the mega stars are guests here. We got about uh five minutes left of airtime here. Uh and uh we do gotta hit the hit the outro. But uh sure. here's one thing that we're gonna ask you. Uh when you're ready to come back and uh you mentioned that you're not going to tell uh, anybody when you're coming back. Uh, but here's what we like to do. I want you to keep in contact with me and let me know, uh, you know, after you have came back, we'd like to get you back on again to let, and you can tell all our fans uh, to continue the song on how that went. Sounds good. Because, you know, the icon did make you a cool collector's card. You know, he is one of your big fans, you know. He is. He definitely is. Where's his card at? I haven't seen it. Also, oh, you're slacking. No, no, no. You, no, no. You did see it because I sent out a messenger because you told me I said I spelled your name wrong. Oh yeah, you put Angel Megastar instead of Angel Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So you can't it's tell funny, me you didn't that see Facebook it. it gets you. Yeah. <laughs> but for the record, whoever is not listening to this podcast does not get to know that I'm coming back. They don't get to know that I was I've been cleared. So we don't get to post any spoilers through uh, typing. If they don't hear it from us, no spoilers from our voice. Yeah, we won't. We won't let anybody. Uh, we we are going to uh, encourage people to go on and listen. We are going to post a link to the show, and if and if they therefore then choose to listen, then they will know. Um, but we're not going to actually physically type anything out or put anything out in writing uh, about it. Later. So we'll, we'll, we'll take care of you there. Sounds good. And it's exclusively on here. Yes, that's breaking right. news. Uh, we need one of those buttons well, icon where, like, no. we have breaking news. We go do-do-ding, like one of those crazy, like, news sound buttons or something for exclusives. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get on that for the next show. Yeah, I was, I, I was going to say I should uh, have you tra- – I, I should trade you a couple autographs for my silence. There we go. Hey man. Well, you know, I I I couldn't re I couldn't resist. I mean, because you know our fans knew it was coming, so I kind of had to, uh, you know, mention that. But uh, you know, I'll tell you what though, we do we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule tonight, and. you know, uh, you're you're awesome, and uh, you know the icon loves you. And whenever you want your own private ring announcer, uh, I am up for hire. And uh, you know, if you want your own personal uh, ringside uh, fan club guru, Granny's always available. And hey, That's if right. you want to have, and if you want to have your own broadcaster, official broadcaster, the Big Swing would love to call your matches. Y'all can do yes. all of this, but I'm not paying any of y'all. That's fine. <laughs> hey, I would love to. I would. I would love to. I would love to do it because, guys, let me share something with you about Barrett. The times that Barrett has been heel, Granny has given Barrett brown grief, and Barrett's done both sides of the track here. He's been babyface and he's been heel, and I've given him lots of grief when he's been heel. So, I would love to be at a match where Barrett and Angel was together, you know, doing a show somewhere, you know, I need to get them both here to Arkansas, you know, we, I need to get them to Arkansas. <laughs> you know, I miss it, you know, I need to get him. To fight him. I want to fight him and I want to be his bad guy. <laughs> well, no, okay. everybody wants that would be cool. That one little that that would in be on cool. their boyfriend that, without it being domestic yep. violence. I mean, he's yep, a great guy and cool. everything. Cool. But, that would be cool. I would like that. Sometimes that would when you be an take, awesome like, match. Last piece of cake on cheat day. You just want to knock on cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, we seriously we need to get Barrett and Angel on the show together, doing an interview together. That would be an amazing interview. I would love that. Well, what I like and to I, do is she was and icon. Icon, I didn't mean to steal your thunder earlier, but when I heard her, when I heard you say her name, and I heard her voice, I knew immediately who that was. Mm. Well, you know that that actually sounds like a pickup line to me. No, it's not. But I, <laughs> but <laughs> I knew I knew who she was because I mean I've seen her manage people. You know, I know I know this. I know who she is. I mean, I've been around I followed her, her career. Time. 
Yes, so I, I mean, know. I know who she is. We are up against it time-wise, unfortunately. It was, it was wonderful record, talking to you, Angel. Everybody, I'm turning 30 next month. Big three zero next month, so eventually I'm going to post the Amazon wish list. What's Happy birthday, Happy birthday. I'd love to buy you some stuff. No problem. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, be moving out of this crap hole and into a new place, and I'm going to need some new Tupperware. Tupperware. Maybe uh, maybe the icon. Uh, I'll tell you what. Maybe the icon could work on that. If you could work on an autograph picture or two. All right. You buy something for my kid's tenth birthday. You buy something for my thirtieth birthday, and I'll hook you up with as many autographs as you want. There we go. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a plan to me. Oh, All right. Love well, you, Angel. <laughs> All right, so everybody be uh, be checking out our Facebook page to find out who's on next week. We're not going to reveal it now. you got to go to our uh, Facebook page and check it out if you want to know who's going to be on next week. All right, and go Cowboys. We'll see you guys next Monday night. <laughs>